Welcome to Casual Conversations, brought to you by Momentum Ministries, helping you attain, maintain, and regain momentum for life. Let's join the conversation with author and pastor Scott Wade, president of Momentum Ministries. Good morning. This is Scott Wade, and I'm perfectly normal. Well, I'm as normal as you are anyway. Our casual conversations lately have been about uh, being normal, the new normal, how we live a normal Christian life. And we're basing our conversations around a book by Watchman Nee, The Normal Christian Life. And we need to remember that we're not talking about what's normal for this world. We're talking about what's normal for the Christian. As a matter of fact, normal in this world just keeps getting weirder and weirder. And I'm calling it the new normal, but really it's the old normal. The new normal is the old normal, the normal that's been around as long as the Bible. And if you're a Christian, the question is not, am I normal according to this world's definition of normal? But rather the question is, am I living a normal Christian life? The new normal is all about being dead. Remember, in Christ, we died. And we talked last week about knowing that in Christ, we died is an accomplished fact. And today we're going to learn about reckoning that fact that we know. This conversation is based upon chapter four of Nee's book. And reckoning is the second step along the path of progress in the normal Christian life. The steps are knowing, reckoning, presenting ourselves to God, and walking in the Spirit. Now, those steps are not works. Rather, they are things that are done by and through faith as we progress along the path toward normal. Now, Nee makes a, a very important point right away. The order of these steps along the path toward normal, these on the path of progress, the order of these steps is important. And we need to know before we reckon. Perhaps you've heard of the fable about fact, faith, and feeling. It goes like this. Fact, faith, and feeling went out for a walk along the top of a wall. Fact looked straight ahead and walked with steady confidence. He veered neither left nor right, nor did he look back. Faith walked behind fact. All went well for faith as long as he kept his eyes focused upon fact. But soon he became concerned about feeling and he turned to see how feeling was getting along. At once, fact lost his footing and fell off the wall, and poor old feeling tumbled down with him. Now that allegory makes a lot of sense when we think about moving along the path of progress. And we need to, uh, to remember that fact must come before faith, which then leads to feelings. We need to keep them in that order. We cannot put feelings first, waiting to believe or to forgive or to move forward once we feel like it. Faith, which follows feelings, will wander all over the map if it even gets started at all. And we cannot put faith first, for faith must have something real on which to focus or some foundation on which to build. No, we must put the facts first. And when our faith is focused on God's facts, we move forward with confidence. As faith then moves forward, feelings will follow. So our reckoning must be based upon the divine facts, upon what we know. And uh, what, what we know, we read in Romans 6 last week. In verse 6, it says, We know 
that our old self was crucified with him in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. We know that sin died and that we are no longer slaves to sin. But then it goes on in verse 11 to tell us then what we need to reckon. Verse 11 says, so you must consider or reckon yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. And this word for reckon is an accounting term. It's a Greek term for doing accounts or, or bookkeeping. Now, accounting is based on simple arithmetic. It's all about facts. Two plus two equals four, no matter when, no matter where you add them up. Now, my wife and my daughter are both accountants. They're very fastidious about what they enter as the income and expenditures and balances. If they have $2,500 in the account, they do not write $3,000 in the checkbook so that they'll have a higher balance. No, they reckon it as $2,500 because that's the fact. That's what they know is in there. While both of them might want to have a higher balance, they know that simply writing it down wouldn't make it so. And the same thing is true for what we reckon spiritually. In the normal Christian life, we cannot reckon something that's not based upon fact. We can't put it in the books. And what is the fact? The fact is we know that our old self was crucified with him. Then we can reckon ourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. So we've been crucified with Christ, and we can reckon it so. And when we reckon it so, we live into the truth. We don't live up to a certain expectation of the truth. That's important. The truth exists. We just live into it. We don't live up to it. The truth comes first. Now, God would not tell us to reckon anything that is not a fact. He wouldn't tell us to write it down if it wasn't true. And the fact is, we've been crucified with Christ. So faith or reckoning is my acceptance of God's fact. God gives us a command not to crucify ourselves, but he gives us a command to reckon ourselves crucified. And that's a very important distinction. God does the work. Faith is my acceptance of what God has already done. Reckoning, then, is writing down the fact. We need to be like Pilate, who once said, What I have written, I have written. He was referring to the crucifixion of Christ. And we have to, to say that, too. We only write down what is true. When, when Pilate wrote that down, he reckoned it was over. He reckoned that Christ, his death was complete because he had ordered it so. The same thing is true with us. We must reckon ourselves crucified with Christ, that we died with him. And so in your Christian life, if you struggle with the idea that sin still has control over you, you can know and reckon that sin is no longer your master. For you died with Christ, and then sin died with you. In 1 John 3, 9, we read, no one born of God makes a practice of sinning, for God's seed abides in him. He cannot keep on sinning because he's been born of God. Reckon that to yourself. Say to yourself, it is not in my nature to sin. I cannot keep on sinning. It's not in my nature. A few weeks ago, I visited the Upper Peninsula of Michigan and 
I hiked along the Taquamanon River until I came to the Upper Falls. It's pretty impressive. It's some, sometimes called the Niagara or the Little Niagara. It's 50 feet high and 200 feet across and about 50,000 gallons of water flow over that precipice every second. The white spray is just beautiful in contrast to the coppery colored water. It's stunning and I was overwhelmed by the power of that water. Now occasionally a log will float down the river and it'll, it'll go over the, the falls. And the great power of the water cascading over the falls push the, push the log under. But then further down the river, out into the pool, the log comes back up. The log bobs to the surface. You see, it's in the nature of wood to float. You can't keep it down. You can push it down, but you can't keep it down. Wood's going to float. And according to what Paul wrote and what John wrote, saints are going to rise. Wood's going to float and saints are going to rise. Oh, there may be occasions when the falls of life push us under, but take heart. Sin is not our master. You're going to come back up. So reckon yourselves dead to sin and alive to God. Let me, uh, let me pray with you. Lord Jesus, I thank you that um, because you died on the cross, we know that you died on the cross. We know that we died with you on the cross. And so we can reckon ourselves now dead to sin. Sin is no longer our master. Instead, we are like uh, what Paul wrote about in 2 Corinthians. We behold the glory of the Lord and we're transformed into the image of the Lord from one degree of glory to another. Thank you, Lord, for making that a reality in our lives. And even if we do go down, we don't stay down because your saints rise above sin. Help us to live in that victory this day. I pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, that's all we have time for today. And next week, we'll continue our journey on what knee termed as the path of progress, living out the new normal. I hope that you'll join us and God bless you and have a great day. Thanks for listening in on Casual Conversations brought to you by Momentum Ministries. Visit our website at MomentumMinistries.org. That's Momentum Ministries with two M's in the middle, dot O-R-G. God bless you and have a great day.